Hey beautiful, you are listening to the Girl I Needed podcast and here we bring you the raw truth about what it's like to be a single Christian girl trying to do life God's way. My name is Dejanelle and here we get real, we get vulnerable, we speak and seek truth with the word of God as our source. I am so glad you are here. Let's get into this. Hi, my sweet friends. Welcome to the Girl I Need a Podcast. I am your host, Stationelle, and I am so glad that you are here. So quick catch up. I haven't posted a one last week, so I have to do two this week. Um, simply because I told myself I'm going to be committed to posting one a week. And last week I was just like, ugh. Because, so I think you'll notice like my job, it requires you to talk all day long. So I'm talking all day long. And then in the evening, sometimes I would go out to church and I would talk all day long to my friends, which I love, by the way. But it's like, I'm always talking now. So sometimes like when I'm home, I'm like, I, I don't have anyone to talk to. It's like, okay, cool. Like, you know, let's relax. Um, so I guess I just didn't want to do my homework but that I said I was going to do. So like I said, now I have to do um, two this week, which is not a problem, not complaining about it. It's just something I have to do simply because I put it off last week. But anyway, if you know, I always give you all updates of what's going on in my life. Other than honestly, right now, nothing is going on in my life to make note of like, you know, I stopped furnishing. Like I feel like it's done. Whatever, whatever I don't have, I don't have it. It is what it is. Um, so I'm done with the furniture. My bathroom. Remember I told you I decorated it for Christmas? I think I told you all that. It's back to normal. It's back to being its basic colors, which we love. And I took my tree down this weekend. So I'm finally back to living a normal life. Christmas is, I guess, in the front of us now. We got a few more months before we hit it again. So we'll put that, you know, where it, we've just moved on. Um, but yeah, guys, I fell in love with the show Survivor. Like, I'm really into it. And the thing is... I tried to watch this a few years ago because I remember my pastor a few years ago. I've been going to church for four years now. And I think he said this maybe like my second year. Though, so it was a while. But he said he was like how him and his wife is addicted to survive. Like not addicted, but they really like Survivor. So I was like, okay, cool. Like the audience kind of chuckled. Um, so I saw it like one day and I was like, oh, let me try and watch this. And I was like, man, this is so boring. But for some reason, I started watching it. I want to say like two weeks ago. And guys, I think I'm currently watching my third season. Like, I am hooked in. Like, hooked in. Survival has me in a chokehold. And I'm like, yo, these people are wilding. But honestly, this is nothing to do with the topic, but there's a pastor in there right now. And man, I'm like, man, I don't know if, like, she could go back to her congregation. Like, how are they going to look at her after this, you know? But like I said, I don't go to church. I don't know what they're doing. But I was just, I still felt, thought it was so interesting, you know, because to see a uh, pastor, like, lie and strategize and do all these things on national television. I'm just like, man, how she could go back to them people and preach the word to them. But I say, child, let me mind my own business because I do not go to that woman's church. So I ain't got to worry about it. But I just thought that was really interesting. I was like, man, what a congregation. Because they when she go back, girl. And she said something about, like, how, anyway, she just said something like, child, I don't know how to get a gossip column. <laughs> she just, she said something about um how, what'd she say? How, like, She's good at like dealing with people or facilitating people because it back home in her congregation, she have to make this one feel like this and this one feel like this and this one feel like this. But ultimately, she gets her way. And I was like, fam, someone need to tell her you have to go back. They're going to watch this. Don't say that, you know. But, child, do what you need to do to win, girl. Do what you need to do. I hope you take home the Millie. 
because your congregation may not accept you back you may be jobless when you come back anyway let me stop let me stop let me stop let me get into the topic but anyway guys like i said i'm so happy that you're here if you read the title i think i'm naming it like transformed into a more beautiful you so honestly that doesn't kind of tell you what the episode is about but what i'm saying is let the holy spirit transform you into a more beautiful you because only he can do that and we all know when we accept christ we become a brand new we we are transformed into a brand new creation we know that but the thing is um the holy spirit we're talking about this let me backtrack the reason i landed on this topic is because right now my bible study you know i love take y'all a ride for the along for the ride when we talk about my bible like what i'm doing in bible study with my girls and we are talking about the Holy Spirit and how it leads us just this week. Because the whole thing is about discerning the voice of God. But this week is like focused on the Holy Spirit. And I was just like, man, she talked about Priscilla Shia talked about how the Holy Spirit gives us gifts. And when she said that during like the message, I was like, what are you, what are you bringing? What are you bringing? Because I totally forgot. Like, the fruits of the Spirit did not pop in my mind when she said that. I said, gifts? Oh, tell us. Like, I thought she was going to say like, this one is a ministry. This was, in the, you know, like the different gifts. Oh, this one's a... Uh, uh what's it called like a prophet this one you know i thought that's what she was coming with when she said the fruits i was like dirty now how did you forget about the fruits of the spirit but they are vital important and honestly they're such wonderful gifts because you don't realize you you don't realize how bad you need one until you don't have it if that makes sense because the thing is, when you think about them, love, joy, peace, patience, kindness, goodness, faithfulness, gentleness, self-control, no one really thinks about, man, I hope I'm like faithful. Like no one, you don't really sit down and structure your life because all, all the time about your life in life, we're drilled to be ambitious, to be intelligent, to be driven, to be hardworking, to be courageous, to be bold, to be all these different things, which are really good, but on your day-to-day everyday life like for instance if you're home with your spouse in a moment three years from now you don't need to be ambitious in that moment you don't you might be um you might just need to be patient in that moment because y'all might be having an argument right in a car someone cut you off you don't need to be hard working in that moment you need to be patient in that moment right you see someone on the side of the road who needs two dollars i don't know you know what i mean but you need to you don't need to be something this that next where people really drill into us in those day-to-day moments those days i mean like you know every day these are the things we need to have to get through them and the thing is these gifts come when we allow the holy spirit to reign with us and we all have access to the holy spirit once we accept jesus as our lord and savior but a lot of us don't really surrender our lives to him to give him full control because we love to have a tight grip on what's really going on like in our lives and i don't know if it's pride i don't know if it's your the person's ego the person's our ego i don't know it's though for me i think my issue is i love to be in control but I don't have a problem, like, but the thing is, I love to be in control in, like, the real world, but at the same time, like, you have to surrender your life to the Holy Spirit so he can govern you and lead you. She, I'm not going to get it right exactly the way she said it, but she said something so powerful. She was just saying that how God, like, the Holy Spirit, 
has access. Who he he taught he tells us things because the Lord tells him to tell us these things, and the Lord knows that our victory and our freedom is on the other side. So when we he's telling us these things, we're holding this tight grip to whatever it is that you know we don't want to let go of, and he's telling us, oh, you should do it, and you're like, no, I'm not gonna do it. I'm not gonna do it. Or, um, I'm not gonna have this joy. I'm not gonna have peace. But we hold on so tightly to it. But God knows that there's freedom on the other side, you know. So anyway, I just want to encourage you today to let the Holy Spirit transform you into something so much beautiful than you currently are. You're already beautiful. But the thing is, the Holy Spirit makes you even more beautiful. He sanctifies us by stripping away the sinful habits and bringing us into holiness. And every day we should desire to be holy and closer to God. Every day we should be walking to get our eyes, we should be focused with our eyes on Jesus, getting, drawing closer and closer and closer to him. Number two, the Holy Spirit reveals God's word to us. Now, in order to be sanctified and revealed to him, you need to open your Bible and study the word, but the Holy Spirit will bring it back to the, your remembrance. Okay? He will be like, Do you know, remember that time you read that many, 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 many years ago? You should read it again soon because, you know, <laughs> you know what I mean? But he's like, you know, when you read that, this is going to get you through it. I always tell the story about how Psalms 23, that's my verse. That verse hits home, okay, for me. But the thing is, when that, that was the thing that was drilled into me and the Holy Spirit would bring that back to me when I was, when I was, when I was um, kind of sad, you know. Number three and my last, um, point, no, and I have four total. But he changes our desires pulling us away from the worldly desires, pulling us away from our fleshly desires and helping us to really draw closer to Jesus, really draw closer to him. And the thing is, you need to let your desires change and let the the, the Holy Spirit really, so, like have your heart in a, I want to say malleable, tender, like have it tender and soften towards his voice so he can really form you and transform you and, and mold you into what he has created you to be mold you into what he's what he is going to um create you to be for your next step okay the person that you currently are now you might think you're all that in a bag of chips and honestly you might be all that in a bag of chips but the holy spirit will make you all that and a box of ice cream or all that and a box of donuts or all that and a box of i don't know cake from rick's whatever have you whatever floats your boat but the thing is let him transform you the last thing i want to say what the holy spirit does is he speaks to us i mean i think it's an honor and a, a privilege i think it is oh my gosh i don't even know how to explain it's such a beautiful thing that the holy spirit speaks directly to us I don't know why, but that, that, for some reason, that makes me very, very emotional um, to the fact of, and when I think about like in the Old Testament, like I said, we're going through this right now, so it's fresh on my mind, but like the Old Testament, how so many people craved, they desired so badly to hear from God and they would have to wait for prophets, wait for, and you know, like the prophet is only one man, so you can't see him all the time. You can't go to him every day. You can't go to him every day. You can't go to him 3, 3 a.m. in the morning when you when you tired, when you need comfort. You have to wait for this prophet. Hopefully, you see him once a month. Maybe he might have a word for you. Maybe he won't. But the Holy Spirit allows us to go to the throne of God anytime we desire. And 
the fact that some of us overlook that or the fact that some of us forget that or the fact that some of us take that for granted or some like some people like me we might know how powerful it is but someday you know you get up in the morning you rush you just shoot out the door you ain't pray you won't talk to nobody you know you just go about your day and you might only miss that once or twice you know it might not be a habit for you but it happens and i i urge you not to forget how beautiful or the greatest gift that we have is we have access to the throne of God. He gave that to us. Don't overlook that. Okay? Take that and really, really, really own it and be grateful for it and cherish the gift that you have. Because the great men of God that we read about often, they didn't have it. Okay? And we're reading about their lives. We're inspired by them. And we have a gift that they would have loved to have. You know what I'm saying? So just remember that. Anyway, let's move on. That's very beautiful. Let's move on. So I want to say that I want to just go through the fruits of the Spirit and this, and then I'll just close this out. But the Holy Spirit allows us to love more. And the way we are able to love more is because Christ first loves us. He fills us up. So the love is overflowing. So you can't get enough. So you can't be like, okay, I have five, five, five people to love. And that's my cutoff point. That's all I can handle. Everyone else needs to go away. Nope. Five, six, seven, eight, a million, ten. Anyone you meet on the street. Anyone you meet through an alley. Anyone. Why are you in an alley? Anyway, anyone you meet in a restaurant. Even the mean people you are able to love because it's overflowing from you. And you have to give it out to everyone you meet. He gives us joy abundant joy and i think that abundant joy really comes from knowing and being reminded of the fact that no matter what's going on in this world we have jesus who is our hope forever he gives us peace unexplainable peace let me tell you that peace that peace that is something that i mean you know money can't buy it but like I said, when the world is spiraling, 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 going this, that, and the next, up and down, the Holy Spirit will give you peace. No matter what tor- turmoil you're going through, no matter l- what life throws your way, that peace is what's going to get you through it. And all you have to do is pray to him for it and let him fill you up with it. Patience. Okay. As I talked about this in the beginning of this is that the, these things get you through the daily, daily. Like, you're going to have people that are difficult to work with. And if you are a person that is difficult to work with, you need to check that. Because the Holy Spirit should make you, you, you know what I mean? Like, you, you tweak it. You tweak, tweak, tweak. But anyway, I want to, that, that's another point. But anyway, but the patience, like, when that person is difficult, when you, when you, uh, on, when you are tired and exhausted and you don't know where to find the strength from um, to do something and this person is frustrating, you're just like, and you just, Give them a soft answer. You don't know where that soft answer comes from. That is the Holy Spirit. Oftentimes, a lot of times, situations would happen. And I would respond in a way. And I'm like, that wasn't me. I know it wasn't me. Because if it was Chanel, I know exactly how I would respond. But that is because the Holy Spirit has been working on me for a long time. And I don't, honestly, I'm not going to lie to you be, me being like there's long gaps in the time in between again but i would remember like something would probably happen today that would have happened like five less not even five let's say seven years ago and i would have responded differently and sometimes the thing is when i think about some a way i responded the situation happened in grade seven grade the seventh grade the seventh grade i am 25 i've been on the seventh grade for a long time now but anyway that happens and i think about that and it haunts me like i'm just like there's not so embarrassing why did you respond like that? But the thing is, I have to remember that now I am a new creation. So 
even though I'm looking back, I don't want to judge past Chanel because past Chanel wasn't, of course, you know, maturity and growing with age, but also the Holy Spirit working within me over time, sanctifying my heart. It changes me. Um, and also like he, you know, softens my spirit, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. He gives us kindness. He gives us the ability to be nice, to be warm, to smile to people, to be friendly, to be inviting. Most times when you meet Christians, they're very, very friendly and inviting. I don't know about y'all, the Christians y'all meet, but the Christians I meet, they're very, very friendly, kind and inviting. I'm like, oh my gosh, he does. You know, I think that is because the Holy Spirit is dwelling within them, making them kind like that. Not every Christian on the block is like, like an um an extrovert you know like me i'm very introverted very 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 introverted but i feel like the holy spirit took over my life a while ago and he gave me a spirit of not yes boldness but confidence light the desire to be friendly i feel like my personality is a reflection of the holy spirit dwelling within me Making it, yes, he did give me a personality from the jump, but he also crafted into something much more beautiful than I would have been if I didn't have it. Like, I would have probably been a, a decent human being, but it's like, would I have been this awesome? Probably not. Probably not. Um, Goodness, he gives you the desire to be, I mean, he allows you to be a good person. Just a good, when you think of a good person, that moral thing, like goodness, you're just good. That's the Holy Spirit dwelling within you. Faithfulness, he allows you to be a faithful person. So when people think about you, they know that you're trustworthy. They know that you're reliable. They know that you're dependable. They know that you're just going to stick, stay true to your commitments. That is the Holy Spirit working within you. I always used to say, honestly, guys, I'm not flaky now, but I used to be a little flaky. I used to be a little flaky for four years ago. I was like, my man, my, my, don't, 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 not. So any, any, like relying on me, like with schoolwork or anything like that. Yeah. But if you wanted me to like leave my house, show up somewhere, the chance of you seeing me slim, slim. But now it's like, I think that is also a way the Holy Spirit really transformed me to stick to my word. Like if you plan something, either cancel in advance, like early in advance, or they should not show up. But I was like, man, you might not see me. You know, I wasn't, I wasn't too stuck to that, but gentle. When I think about a gentle person, I wrote down humble, but I don't really, I mean, yeah, I'm sure that falls into that. But when I think about a gentle person, I think of like an old grandmother sitting in a rocking chair. And what I get from her as I imagine her, I imagine her as like someone that's very, very comforting, someone that's very, very calm, someone that I'm drawn to, someone I want to hug and someone I feel safe around. And I believe that safety, like when people feel that they can share things with you, when people feel that they can come out and hang with you and they don't have to talk all the time, but they just want to hang with you, be with you, they're drawn to you, that gentleness that you have. Like I said, I feel like it's a safety. I feel like that is what, sorry, not feel, but I know that that comes from the Holy Spirit. And the last one that we all know, self-control, but the Holy Spirit allows us, I just put able to stop. I think oftentimes it's very, very hard to stop. And the thing is, you know what you struggle with, whether that's falling into um, a temptation that only you know about, whether that's overeating, whether that's not um, doing your devotionals, whether that's like, you know, there's different things in life where you need to have the self-control to even get out of bed in the morning to go to work, the discipline, like those different things. That comes from the Holy Spirit really leading and guiding you and saying, okay, come on, let's go. 
because we have to be better tomorrow because I'm trans, I'm transforming you into a more beautiful you that I know you can be because I, 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 I just, I created you to do it. So let's do it. But come on, you surrendered your life to me. So listen to what I'm saying and let me transform you into a more beautiful you. Like I said, the Holy Spirit, if you have accepted um, Jesus as your Lord and Savior, the Holy Spirit is already dwelling within you. Because you might be like, Tishna, I suffer with um, loving people. I suffer with being a good person. I suffer with self-control. The Holy Spirit is already in you if you have accepted Jesus as your Lord and Savior. Ready to take action. But what you have to do now is say a little prayer and surrender your life to him. A lot of times we want something, but we don't want to turn it over to somebody else, okay? That's like me saying, um, yes, I want someone to come in here and clean my house, right? That's a good example. I think it's a good example. Let's say I want someone to come in here and clean my apartment. And they say, okay, cool. We can clean it while you to work. You need to give us your keys. And I say, no, I don't want to give you my keys. And they say, well, how do you want us to clean the house? I say, mm, I'm not sure, but I want you to come in and clean my house. And they say, What? That's the same thing. You have to surrender over the keys of your life so he can come in and clean. So he can come in and make you into a new creation. He can come in and clean out those worldly desires that you have in you and transform you into a more beautiful you. I think that we are all going to go into something beautiful this year because I feel like a lot of us are really, really, really desiring to be to surrender our lives to God. And I pray you have the courage. I pray you have the humility. I pray you have the spirit of boldness. I pray you have the just a desire to really um um hone into what God has into you and move forward in that and not be afraid to look crazy or not be afraid of what's next to come, not worrying about the future or tomorrow, but just sitting in the present moment and saying, Lord. I know you have this. Yes, my answer is yes. Here's the keys to my heart. Here's the keys to my life. Do what you need to do. Come on in and clean it out. I love you, love you lots. Thanks so much for listening. Have the best week. See you in a couple days. Because I forgot to record the podcast last week. So we have another one coming out this week. Bye, girl. Bye, guy. Have a, have a good time. Bye. <laughs>